Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're tuned in to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. This is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing. Chill out, grab a cold one, let's go explore what there is to do off the water. Yo, 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 what is up, world? Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. And today, your special guest is going to be me, JP. <laughs> um, you know, just, you know, we're going to come out and say it right now, one of the hardest things about podcasting is getting uh, guests lined up in order and... <laughs> Uh, I, I unfortunately, you know what, I, I had guests lined up and just one after another, you know, and, and it's nothing. Life happens. I, I get it. I'm the first one to tell you life happens. So um, that's why you always have backup plans. And that's why I always have a set aside content to do some solo shows in case some guests can't make it. So guess what? That's what we're doing today. We are doing a solo show today. I'm going to be giving you some tips some tricks and some insight as to how I travel and how I'm preparing a trip and how I can help you save some money as well doing this. So this is actually a show you might not want to miss or skip over because if I could save you money, then I, heck I've done a pretty good job. So without any further ado, welcome back to off the water. Uh, let's get some housekeeping out the way. So June 18th, Coming up, or I'm sorry, June 19th. Sorry, June 19th. Coming up right around the corner. We have the Paddle and Finn Trail Series meetup uh, going down. 
on Madison Chain of Lakes in Madison, Wisconsin. You got Mendota, Minona, Winona, and all the other ones that come with it too. And um, my personal favorite is Mendota. Huge smallmouth. I didn't say that. You didn't hear that from me, but. You know, if I was a better man, I'd say some fish would come out of there. But anyhow, that's coming up the 19th of June. Uh, be there or be square. We had a great turnout at the Coldwater Chain event. We gave away some money there. Come get your money at this one at Madison. But even more so, next month, July, come to my home waters, Fox River. I can't wait to see you guys out there. And also, um, if you guys haven't already, Smash that share button. Get, share this up. Let's get this podcast rolling, man. We, we've been taking off. We've been blessed, and we just want to keep it going and going and going. So uh, so before I start getting into the tips and tricks, a little bit about life right now. So um, in all honesty, looking at the calendar, so this is coming out on the 5th right now. The next podcast that would be slated for me to come out, would be the 19th and then the 26th and the third. So here's the reality of it. Um, it's going to be here to miss if I have one next week. Um, I'm getting married and I got commitments to, to, you know, keep up with for, uh, for the wedding, uh, you know, food tastings, bachelor parties, so on and so forth. So I'm not really going to stress this next couple series of podcasts uh, just because there's a lot of other stuff on my plate right now. But, um, you know, after, the after you know, we're, we're married and settled in, we'll be right back to our normal scheduled shenanigans. But just giving you all my listeners a heads up on that. So possibility may or may not have a podcast coming up in the next, you know, after this in the next rotation in the week or two so just a heads up just an fyi but what's been going on uh fishing spawn is in full effect right now here in illinois some lakes have already had their cycles some lakes are in the midst of it um i've been out since the last podcast i've been out three times uh two of two of the three i've you know nothing struck out the last time I was out, I got a few smallmouth. Uh, nothing to take home, but the fish are doing what they're doing. Here in Illinois, our fishery is so um, – what's the word I'm looking for? It's fragile. That's the word. It's fragile because we've had bad habits of proper not catching release not keeping past the or keeping past or under the limits for decades and it screwed the fishery up you know especially here in northern illinois where it's pretty populated so for my own sake i try not to mess too much around when the fish are spawning because i'd like to have later on in life when i have kids and grandchildren a good fishery for them so when the fish do their things been out mountain biking uh this week alone i put 30 miles in on the mountain bike so been getting that working and you know i've been doing i've been changing up uh the diet and a lot of other things that go with that just overall both mentally and physically getting better um and two on top of it you know 
taking out other things in life that had been kind of weighing down. So a lot of change in a positive way going on here. But I will say we are still doing what's if everybody knows the rules. That's not going away. However, having a beer has turned me into more of a lightweight since I started dieting as well. So uh, that's what's going on with me, guys. I mean, I, not that you guys care, but for those who do care, that's just a little insight. Uh, busy as ever at work. It's summertime here in Chicago, on the west side of Chicago. So uh, it's been very busy at work. I worked yesterday. We did 20-something runs, and I'm probably on like three hours of sleep right now. So it's all good, though. We're here. We're on this podcast. We're going to talk some cool stuff, and, you know, this is what it's all about, man. So let's dive into it. All right. So traveling. How do I do my traveling plan set up and everything else? Well, let's talk first. What is the purpose of your travels? Are you going for business? Are you going for leisure? Are you going for, you know, family fun? It it all depends on what you're going for. So I'm going to break it down two ways, business and leisure. Now, in some of my circumstances, especially this last year, those two have intertwined with each other because I've been doing a lot with Paddle and Finn for the tournaments. So it's both been leisure and business, but uh, let's break it down one by one. So the business side. If I am traveling for business, okay, Depending on how far I have to go or how soon the deadlines have to be meet have to be met, uh, that will determine and also where I'm going, that and what's going on. That will determine whether I'm going to book a flight or go on the road. Now, there's some stuff that I do with the fire department as well, where you know it is uh out of state, there's travel, there's things that had to go on. So um, my first thing is if you are doing business, I would talk to your employer or if you're self-employed, look at what discounts and benefits you can get through your employer. Number one, if it's if they are if they have it all set up for you, ready to go, awesome. But if you have to do it on your own, see if there's any partners that your business partners with to give their members uh, any type of discount. So that starts with hotels, right? So if you're staying at a hotel, you know, most hotels are within some sort of chain and they offer some kind of incentive to business stays, especially if you're going with multiple people. Now, that's the other thing, too. If you can get multiple people on your business trip, that's going to break down the cost. Also on your business trip, I would, regardless, you don't know, sometimes, you, depending on the transparency of your employer, sometimes it's well expressed what can be and cannot be written off as an expense. Other times it's a judgment call on the employer's end. So, Anything that you do that you can write off as a business expense and taxes, number one, but also submit 
to your employer for reimbursement, do it. That includes food. That includes any type of fuel you might have spent going to that place, any kind of secondary accommodation, whatever the case you whatever the case may be that you feel that you would this would be justifiable as a business expense and for reimbursement. It's ne- what's the worst someone's going to say? No. Nine times out of ten, if you can justify why you did it, um, at least with the employers I've dealt with now, it can be different elsewhere, but usually it, it can be written off, especially if you're doing something on their behalf. Now, there's a fine line between that where you where you can't take it too far. Now, obviously, if you're going out every night buying, you know, uh, half shells of oyster with filet mignon at like the Ritz Steakhouse for you know five nights in a row. You try to write that off as a bit. I don't know. Some businesses conduct themselves that way. Others, uh, I would think, you know, maybe they might cover one if you're lucky. But if it's genuinely like, hey, you're out for your lunch. Hey, you have you're meeting with a business partner and you you're doing company work on their behalf, and you bought business associate lunch, stuff like that. Your fuel going back and forth or traveling around where you're at. Um, And some even go as far as covering your airline expense. So before anything else, look and see what your employer will offer to you. Now, I had mentioned saving your receipts. Anything that you do for your employer you can also write off on your taxes. Now, I'm not here giving you tax advice. I'm just saying if you add up and it goes past a certain threshold, if everyone knows how to do taxes, you have a certain amount in write-offs. Always hold on to those receipts. Heck, you don't even need receipts anymore because if you're using a card, everything is tra- you know, is tracked on the card. But if you're paying in cash, obviously hold your receipts. So at the end of the year... You take multiple business trips and you make past that threshold, you can get that as a write-off on your taxes. All right. Now, one thing I do recommend, and I always say, and this is this is somewhat of a bias of mine, but it will save you money in the long run if your employer is not providing anything to you. And this also goes for the, the leisure side as well. If you are traveling by air, my recommendation, if your employer does this not provide you... brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're tuned in to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. This is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing. Chill out, grab a cold one, let's go explore what there is to do off the water. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so I would. Sorry, back to a little technical difficulty here. So I'm going to start this at 14 minutes. My recommendation is flying Southwest Airlines. Okay. Now, Southwest has some of the most reasonable prices that you can find about any airline. They have a lot of destinations. Um, and it's there's no assigned seating. See, when you when you start picking assigned seating when you're booking flights, first class business, economy, so on and so forth, um, that's where your cost is going to occur because you're trying to select premium features. If there's no assigned seating and you're like the last book and you're in like boarding class seat, okay, fine. You sit in the back of a plane. I don't know. I've been doing it for years and it doesn't bother me much. I mean, you can select your comfort and preference, but if you're trying to save some money, uh, Southwest is the way to go. Now, also with Southwest, they offer, depending on certain days of the week, and I'm sure other companies do this as well, uh, you can get free drinks on a certain day, your birthday, Southwest's birthday. So got to look at those dates where they have, uh, they call them perks, and those perks add up, especially if you're traveling and trying to save a dime here or there. Okay, so business aspect of it, right? This is you're going, you're meeting with, you know, whoever. This is pure business in a typical business fashion, right? But now here at Paddle and Finn, we conduct business in a different manner because we're kayak fishermen, right? We fish. That's what we do. We fish. We make podcasts. And we are just a bunch of guys and gals who love to have fun. So now I'm going to give you an example of what happened for Dale Hollow in my mindset of a business aspect here. Okay. So half work, half play. I enjoy what I do. So it wasn't truly business, but in some aspects it is. Now, going to Dale Hollow Lake, one, I already know I'm, I have kayaks. You can't put a kayak on a plane. And if you do, call me because I want to know how you're able to do it. What did TSA say to you that you were able that you what did you tell TSA that you were able to get that kayak on a plane? So I'll be waiting. Um, <laughs> you can message message the panel and Finn Facebook Messenger and I will personally give you my number and we can talk on how you did it because I will be amazed if that ever happens. All right. So we are traveling by land for this, right? You have the kayaks, you have the camping gear, you have, you know, just everything that you're going to need for a few days, if not a week out on the water. Okay. So with that being said, uh, I personally, depending on where I go and where I go for the most part, it's a typical, you have your typical hitters of gas stations. This is my first bit of advice to you guys traveling on the road. Sign up 
for your fuel rewards programs. Okay. It may not seem like a lot at first. If you are military first responder, there's some uh, gas companies that give you a, a little bit more of a discount, right? So, for example, Speedway. Being a first responder, I get, is it five or eight cents off a gallon of gas, which in the long run is huge. Okay. So you figure eight cents a gallon. You have, I'm just for, for the sake of math, we'll go with 20 gallons, right? That's $1. sixty. Typically $1.60. Okay, you say, well, you're saving $1.60. Yeah, fine. But $1.60 on three Phillips, uh, that's about five bucks. That's lunch cover then once with that money you saved. So now that five dollars that you just sit, you just turned that money into your lunch and you didn't have to go dig for somewhere else for lunch money. And if you're trying to do it on a budget, I mean, $5 nowadays is like the bare minimum for lunch. But at the same time, $5, you just put five, you just put $5 towards the pot. Okay. Those work well. It will save you money and it will create alternative, alternate options for you when you're making your purchasing decisions on the road. So get the fuel rewards cards from your gas stations. Number one. Number two, join, whether it's through your insurance, whether it's through a third party, um, start looking for um, roadside assistant clubs. AAA, Good Sam. There's so many places that recognize here to give you a discount on the road if you are traveling. Plus, they offer roadside service. If anything were to happen to you, yes, okay, traveling, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you see it all the time. You see cars broken down on the side of the road. You see what you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it will happen to you. So when it does happen, you are prepared and you're ready to go. All right. So perks of being a AAA, good Sam, whoever it is that you'd like, join. It is well worth it. I've been there. I have friends who've been there. Everyone I travel with has some kind of protection like that. All right. So there's your tip on how to save money in that fashion. Next, one of my favorite road trip savings. Um, and this one is not necessarily a saving, I would say. However, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to tell you this with a as straight as a face as possible. Now, I know we're talking about saving money, right? You have to spend some money in order to save a lot of money. Let me repeat that. You have to spend some money in order to save some money. Well, Jason, how does that make sense? Well, it's like this. You have a bunch of clothes that you're going to bring on your trip, right? 
whether it's on the road or on a plane, for, and we'll use it for both instances here, right? Now, when we do panel and fin meetups and when we're doing business and everything, you know, there's things that there's certain things that I have to bring that I have to make sure are protected. Invest in protection for your merchandise. I will say that till I'm blue in the face. You can spend all this money on gear, on clothes. You know, it just doesn't have to be close, you know, like clothes for going out or whatever. You know, we all have GoPros. We have death finders. We have electronics. We have, I mean, there's so many different things that can possibly break. One of our sponsors for this trail series is Pelican. All right. We have, you know, we all use our brands. We, some like Yeti, some like, um, what's that other one? Arctic. Some like Plano. Whatever the case is. Make sure you have weatherproof protection for your goods on a plane, on the road, wherever you need to protect your investments. So that goes back to the statement. You have to spend money to save money. In the longer, I know the shock value. Oh, my God, it's $300 for a waterproof bag or Oh my God, it's $50 for a container that looks like a plastic container or you name it. I, I get it. I've been there. I cheaped out before, but I've learned my lesson. If you buy cheap protection, you're going to get cheap results. You're going to get things that last for about a minute and then deteriorate. And it, it is what it is. That That's what, it, I mean, if you buy quality, you're going to get quality. If you buy crap, you're going to get crap. Am I in no way endorsing anybody to go out and just spend ridiculous amounts of money? But be wise, do your research in what you buy for protecting your gear. I'm going to link down, a, or actually, better yet, the picture that's going to be on display for this episode, when you guys view it, is going to be the picture of all my protection in the back of my truck. When we went to the tip of canoe, I had all my camping gear, my rain gear. And when I say business, this is business. We're sleeping out on a campground. I'm going out. I'm filming stuff. So this is legitimate. It's fun to me because I'm out there on the water, but yet I'm still doing business, right? So the money I spend to protect my stuff to do our business is well worth in the end because none of my stuff got wet. Everything stood dry. I was not exposed to elements nor was my equipment because I spent the money to save the money. So enough being that dead horse, invest, 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 invest. All right. Now I think we covered the business aspect of things, at least from a pal and fin point of view. Um, and guys, if you're listening to this and you're on YouTube or later on, you're, you know, you listen to this later on down the line, Shoot me a message. Throw some comments down. What else do you guys do? I mean, this is, like I said, this is my personal of what I do. I want to hear some of your guys' stuff. So if you got some stuff to throw out there for the world to hear, let's hear it. Now, let's move it over to leisure because everybody likes leisure. So 
when I talk leisure, I'm talking about I have I can do whatever the hell I want, right? <laughs> I can go fishing one day and then go, I don't know, the national parks the next day, right? I I, I don't have anything tying me down. Not even, and you know what? We'll talk about that too, because it kind of ties in with each, with each other. And we're talking about destinations and what's your purpose is, right? So this is leisure. Now, I know some of my listeners, competitive kayak bass fishing is how they make their livelihood. That's their business. You can take it both ways. Some people fish leisurely in tournaments. Some people fish because that's how they make their living. I get it both ways. So we're going to leave that in the neutral zone, right? But if we can leave it in the neutral zone, I'm also going to press on certain things you can do with destinations when doing tournament fishing as well. So this applies to this in, in both aspects. So when I'm looking for my own leisurely vacation, right? I'm just going out. I'm going to decompress. I look at the destination I'm going to. So I love the national parks. I try to find destinations that have national parks, but it doesn't always work because they're spread out. I also try to find fishing destinations, but also too, I don't want to burn myself out fishing as well. And is that a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> Burnout's real in everything you do. Even in travel, burnout's real. Sometimes you just don't want to go places. It's life. Burnout happens. Do you want to get to the point of burnout? Eh, well, I mean, if you're doing a lot, it eventually will happen, no matter what you're doing. However, that's where I kind of learned to balance and put business and fishing together versus leisure. When I am on a leisure trip, I'll be honest with you guys, I tend not to think about fishing. A kayak, but I, don't, I really don't want to go fishing because I have a competitive fishing state of mind. If I'm trying to decompress, I don't need to be competitive, okay? So leisurely for me is like when I went to Traverse City with me and Olivia. We went over April, right? So... We're going to break this leisurely trip down. I'm going to, you're going to hear about the trip and you're going to hear how we broke this trip leisurely down, right? Okay. And I'm going to save you some money too. All right. So it is March. It's the end of March. And we're on spring break for Chicago public school schedule because that's what Olivia works. So we selected to go to Traverse City. So number one, we know we are going to drive because there's no airports close enough to go there. And for us, it's only a five, maybe six hour drive. It was no. Yeah, it was six hour drive. So five and a half, six hours, give or take. Right. Fuel stops, pee breaks. So not too bad. Half day of traveling. We get up there. Perfect. Now, (laughs) Because this is considered the beginnings of northern Michigan. Um, <laughs> the weather was kind of not the most ideal, but you know, we made we made the best of it. So we had a purpose for going, right? 
So when you decide a leisurely destination, you want to decide what your purpose is there. For us, it was vineyards. Yeah, I, I, vineyards. Going to do wine tasting. But also, some of the views that come from that area are absolutely breathtaking. So for me, it was a both, you know, doing the vineyards and photography and scenery. I mean, there's nothing. It, it's weird because I live on the southwest end of Lake Michigan, and we're on the northeast corner of Lake Michigan. It's like two different lakes. Crystal, you, you would think at some point you were in the Caribbean with how turquoise and clear this water is. It is insanely clear. Um, but with that being said, we also had looked at different activities to do. Now, I mentioned earlier I put 30 miles in on the bike. I like to mountain bike. And Sleepy Bear National Dunes is in that area. So guess what we did one day? We went mountain biking there one day, and it was awesome. Was it cold? Absolutely. It was, but it was funny because 42 felt like a heat wave. <laughs> but we had a blast. Now, what else did we do while we were there, and how can we save you money? Okay. So, leisure, right? Well, what's one big thing on our show? Beer. We have a whole little segment called One Sip, Everybody Knows the Rule. Do your research into the area you are going before you travel there. So one thing we found out was that Traverse City is very, very big in the craft beer scene. And they're very, very big, not only in the vineyard scene, but also in the service industry. Tons of restaurants. There's, I think... 16 breweries, if I remember right, within a 60-minute drive of Traverse City alone. That's a lot of breweries for a small town, right? Not a town, but a small city. Um, so a lot of breweries. Also, a lot of distillery. So if there is a chamber of commerce in the area you're going to, get in touch with them. And I only say that because a lot of the Chamber of Commerce offer discounted, um, you know, to certain restaurants and to certain area attractions. Uh, for us, we found that there is, and do I have it here? Hang on. Take a pause. It might be right here. Hang on. Yes, I have it right here. Okay. So check this out, guys. So not this isn't only just for Traverse City. This is for the entire state of Michigan. It's called the Real Craft Pass. And what this is, there's a bunch of breweries in here. And it's like a passport book, okay? Now, I'm as I'm trying to show you guys this, just, just an example, right? So I show you, I'm showing you guys this. Of a lot of breweries in here, a lot of them are in Traverse City or within our route there. So, for example, we went to – where is it? Where's that pass stamp? Stand by. Okay, right here. 
Boom. The workshop brewery, right? So we got 50% off two drinks. Dude. So 50% off two drinks, that means that was $12 for the two drinks. They're craft beers. So it's pretty much the price of one was $6, right? Okay. Now, flip through this. That is the majority of what the offers are in here. There's money saved right there. Boom. Done. Number two. Start with, if you are going to a restaurant or even more so the breweries. The breweries are notorious for this. Follow the breweries that are there and look to see what their weekly specials are or their daily specials. You know, there's happy hours. There's times where you could get, um, you know, like, you know, drinks discounted, you know, on a certain day. You got to do your research because we were able to find that some of these breweries, their happy hour, what was a $7 beer was three fifty, half off a, a craft beer. Or if you do flights, they have flights for like $5. I mean, you get to try all, all the beers that are there. Next, Google is your friend, okay? Google will pull up any kind of advertisement, any kind of discount that it can possibly find within the first couple um, results of your search. We found discounted tickets for our wine tour, which saved us $20. Okay. Now, Let's. Just, I, I I know these numbers kind of sound smaller, right? But there's twenty dollars here, six dollars here, twelve dollars here, dude. By the time this trip was said and done, oh, duh, Airbnb, Airbnb versus a hotel, and for what we stayed at, saved us about hundred and fifty dollars, and we have way more amenities. Okay. So 150. If you see the trend I'm going with here, be smart about where you select and where you're going. Now again, this all comes to research. Research your neighborhoods. Research the restaurants. You know, do this days out. You know, in advance. I, I usually I typically start planning in like a week to two weeks in advance of what I want to do and where I want to go. That way. When it comes to aim, that way you have somewhat of a sense of direction. Can you aimlessly walk around and go? Absolutely. I frick, I do it all the time. But if you have a plan, you will save money that way, right? Leisurely. Now, is it? Some people might argue that oh, you're you're mentally preparing to do all this. Well, yeah, but a lot of preparation saves a lot of time in the end, right? I mean, and especially when you're on vacation, leisurely. You might have time, but time just goes by like that. Done. Um, so another hint for those who are traveling um, to a leisurely destination, right? I would definitely try to – how do I word this the right way? Try to talk amongst your peers or talk amongst your friends or whoever. Find out who's been there before, right? If this is somewhere you've never been, 
try to get the inside scoop of people who've traveled to these places because you'll find that you could do all the research in the world, but then somebody else finds something different, right? And the perfect example of this was um, Traverse City again, right, when we went up there. So we know – so there's two – it's a peninsula, right? There's two different – there's two peninsulas that come off this one end of the of the mainland. And one's called the um, – the old mission peninsula and the other one is called the oh god i'm going to butcher this name um lelano it's the lelano peninsula two different set of vineyard tastings over there two different sets of scenery and this is what i mean when you're pressed for time we had five days but we we're doing so much that we could only pick one or the other to do a vineyard tasting with and so we wound up doing it with the old mission, but now we know to go back to Lilano to do the other one the next time. And we had recommendations from both ends. It was kind of a crapshoot to pick one. But knowing that that's still there, when we go back, we're definitely going to check that out the next time. So definitely consult those who've been there and get the opinion of both places, right? Um, you know, or get the opinions of others about certain things that are there that you may not know about or may not come across in your research. All right. So enough about the Traverse City trip, right? Pretty much when it all came down to it, we're going to sum it up. We said, I think the last numbers I crunched, we saved somewhere around $340 by Airbnb by doing our research, by looking at who's having discounts on so on and so forth, right? We're very conservative. I, don't, I I like saving money, and I like kind of having a plan. On the other hand, my fiance, she likes going, you know, just kind of going off doing her own thing. You know, we'll go with the flow and go wherever. So that's all there. But there's three things that are going to make your trip successful. That's preparation. That's includes doing your homework, researching the area you're going to. Um, that also includes finding discounts. And the last thing that's going to make this successful is sticking to the plan, right? You can go off on doing an adventure, but if you do your preparation, you're going to have a successful financially saving trip, right? You know, it's a little bit of money. Now, the like I said, the one thing I do love are national parks. Now, you got to remember, too, um, national parks aren't the closest things to airports. So you're going to have to do road trips. So what I, so that was a driving one. Now we're going to do flying again. We talked about business and flying, but leisurely, yeah, you can apply this to business in some aspects too, right? But leisurely, if I'm choosing to go to a national park, right, on your phone, we have some apps and these apps are through REI and they call the hiking, the trail running, excuse me. <laughs> um, but they provide a list of all the national parks. So what I do is I kind of start using these apps to plan out where I want to go in the park and this is kind of a perfect, this trip that I'm about to speak of is a perfect example of a fly-in 
um, destination, you know, flying leisure and, you know, doing what you, what you do when you're not fishing. So 2018, we, and if you guys listen to the episode of off the water with, um, Aaron Mathis, we talked about it, but, uh, me and my buddies, we did a mountain biking trip out in Utah at the Canyonland national park. All right. So we flew into Salt Lake city. We had six hours or so to explore Salt Lake city. Did my research beforehand, saw what I need to saw, saw what needed to be seen in Salt Lake city, rented a vehicle and we drove to Moab. Once we were in Moab, we did our research to find, you know, the restaurants that are open later because we knew we were getting into town later. Wound up going to Moab Brewery. And then we did Arches National Park. We hiked. We did the Delicate Arch. Um, you know, just a lot of cool, cool features there, right? And then we had a we had a plan and a purpose in Moab, and that was to mountain bike from the south end of Canyonlands back into Moab, 125 miles, black diamond terrain, primitive camping. You have, we went with the guide service. You have an overland vehicle with you uh, in case things go to hell, right? So just an awesome trip there. We made it back. And then instead of going back to Salt Lake City, we want to hit all five national parks. So we went from Moab. We went, so you had Canyonland and Arches were hit, right? And then you had uh, Capitol Reef. We went through that one. Bryce Canyon. And then Zion, right? Zion, we hiked all the way up to Angel's Landing. Uh, Capitol Reef and Bryce, we, or Bryce, we hiked, hiked down to the uh, Garden of the Goddess. Came back up. And we planned out because we knew how fast of pace walkers we were. So we planned it where we, okay, we have three hours inside Bryce Camp. We know we can make this amount of, amount of time going down and coming back up based upon elevation, just knowing and knowing who you're with, right? Who's the weakest link in your group? Because it's not going to be the fastest person you're going to keep up with. It's the weakest link you're going to have to keep up with. So know who's in your group when you're going to this stuff, right? But it's all about preparation and planning on that. And then we got the most out of it you know, Zion, and then we drove to Vegas and then spent a night in Vegas. Awesome, awesome trip. Flew home the next morning. Now, leisurely for us, <laughs> for me, I still like being active. I mean, I could go sit on a beach, but I can only sit for so long before I start, get up and start doing something, right? Just who I am. I like, I like adventure. I like being on the move. Now, Things that saved us money on this trip that's going to help you save money. Number one, bundle your packages together. Okay. Again, I'm not giving you guys tax or financial. I, I'm not a financial consultant. I'm just telling you what worked for me. Earlier, I had mentioned Southwest Airlines. I have a Southwest Airline credit card that I use, that you can use your points. For air tickets, right? So I used the credit card, paid off the credit card. You get the points. Guess what? My ticket paid for. Punched my ticket with my points that I used from the credit card. 
So that's paid for, right? Their savings right there. As a member of the International Association of Firefighters, we get a discount um, for for car rental. So we're able to get our car rental at a discounted rate, right? Now that's just my discount. You you guys have to go out there and kind of look and see. You know, I, I don't know what your job affiliations are. If you're in a trade, there's your union discount. If your business offers discounts, so on and so forth. But they're out there. You've had to go find them. Heck, even looking at um, like Expedia and other places will give you discounts on cars as well, right? So discount on the car. We used TripAdvisor um, to find our hotel select or the yeah hotel motel. They're all kind of the same because in the desert you had to have a certain style of um, structure for cooling. But where we stood, the Red Rock, um, we were able to get a discount through Trip through TripAdvisor. Um, we we found the code there, so that gave us thirty percent off, right? So, boom, savings on savings on savings. Now, how we found Rim Tours, we had to do our research, but um, the more people we brought on, the less it became. We had a, we filled six slots, so that saved us money in the long run right there. Also, time and money saved by having a guide with you. Absolutely. If, you do, if you're in the middle of the desert and you don't know where the fuck you're going, get a guide. All right. Best thing we could have done. So again, fuel discounts. We, I, we, uh, I have, like I said, three different fuel line discounts saved us some money there. Um, saved us money when we're booking on the road. And then, um, if you have like a hotel chain that has discounts, so I had um, IHG be able to get a discount at IHG for um, for the hotel in Las Vegas, right? And what's the best part about being in Vegas? Win money came back on top. Southwest Airlines. So uh, I'm not endorsing or promoting the use of gambling on this podcast, but man, if you sh- if you call uh, sevens on roulette. Red threads and sevens, 120. Uh, you walk away with your trip paid. That's what happened here. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> Had a cool hand right there. So, anyhow, um, so that trip was paid in its entirety. Thank you, Las Vegas. <laughs> um, but again, little breaks in between add up. Okay. So the moral of this story, I hope you guys can take some stuff away. Preparation. Do your research. Join these rewards, okay? Because the more you do it, the more it pays for itself over time, okay? And last but not least, know your purpose and what you're going for. That will absolutely help you save money in the long run. All right. So a little bit about my brain, how I work when I'm doing my trip planning off the water. Now it is time for everybody's favorite segment. One sip. Everybody knows the rules brought to you by Rocktown Adventures in Rockford, Illinois. Now today's beer we have 
is quite awesome. It is called Quiet Contemplation. And it is by a local brewery here called Black Horizon. Shout out to Black Horizon. Shout out to Derek at Black Horizon. All right. This is going to be awesome. They are a brewery that's about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes away from my house. I love their logo. And you know what? They open later, so I never really had the chance to go there until last week or two weeks ago, sorry. And every beer I've had from there, I I had love. So this one for one sip, everybody knows the rule, quiet contemplation. Let's crack her open. There it is. Mm, smells great. Get that pour. I can smell the so there's cocoa. There's coffee. Let me read this off to you. Stout brewed with cold brew coffee, cinnamon, vanilla, and lactose. It smells just as good as what it's probably going to taste. So, here we go. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Rocktown Adventures, Rockford, Illinois. Oh. Uh. oh. Woo. Spicy. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Oh, man. I don't know if it's because I was uh, just tired after a long shift, but that cold brew, man, we it kicked. That is good. Okay. Coffee, for sure. Um, cinnamon, yeah, that, that spicy that made me kind of go, that that's there. Uh, vanilla, yeah, afterwards, it's on the back end. Um, well, the lactose, you can't really taste lactose. That's what's helping keep the balance through it. Um, I need another sip of this. <sighs> a hell of a lot of deliciousness right there. All right. Out of five stars. And it's a stout, too. Man, I'm not super crazy about stouts. That's Olivia's thing. So I will say this is definitely a four out of five all day. I'm not a stout. I'm not a crazy stout drinker, but this stout will take the cake, man. This is very good. Um, nice job at Black Horizons. Uh Delicious. I don't know what else I could say about it. Delicious. So that's one sip. Everybody knows the rules. Well, ladies, gentlemen, everybody listening right now, it is that time. It is that time for us to leave. Goodbye. Sayonara. But never fear. One day soon, another podcast will be here. I love how I make the voice like I'm telling a story, but don't ask me no questions and I won't tell you no lies. And if you don't know, now you know.
man, that's like three songs in one. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to this episode of Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. Shout out to all our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures, Jigmaster Jigs, uh, Pelican Cases, uh, and everyone else out there listening, guys. Thank you for your support. And thank you so much for being a part of this family known as Paddle and Finn. Until next time, guys, I'll see you off the water. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.